0: Hello, everyone. Sean here with another episode of the Aligned and Well podcast. Today, I will be interviewing Sterling Rung with Sterling Rose Art. She is an embodiment photographer, a breathwork instructor, and a retreat leader who helps others in their healing journey by providing a variety of services that allow them to feel safe and present in their bodies. We have an amazing conversation ahead of you, so I hope you resonate with it. If you do, feel free to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hey, friends, I'm Nurse Coach Sean, and this is my podcast. In this podcast, I will be sharing with you how to create a well and balanced life that connects with who you truly are whether it be a meditation or mindfulness practice, an insightful interview, or just sharing my own journey and expertise on different life and wellness topics. Hopefully, if you're listening, you will walk away feeling more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to cultivate radical self-love. This is your encouragement to create a more fulfilling and vibrant life for yourself. This is your invitation to lean into your curiosity and intuition. Together, let's build a compassionate space through which to heal. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. So I have uh, Sterling Rose Rung here as a guest on our podcast today. She's an embodiment photographer, a breathwork instructor, retreat leader. She does all kinds of amazing things. Uh, Sterling, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, can can you just give us a short description of who you are, what
1: you do, what you're all about? Sure. Yeah. So, like you said, my name is Sterling, and I'm an embodiment photographer, breathwork instructor, and a retreat leader based in the Pacific Northwest. And what all those kind of wild things mean is that I help people um, learn to feel safe and at home in their bodies. Um, through a number of different techniques, including movement, um, how to harness the breath to really mm. feel um, that connection to the body, as well as um, arts practice and art as therapy. Um, and of course, it's all kind of comes back to um, being grounded and, and supported by nature. So a lot of the work that I do um, takes place outside.
0: Awesome. I love that, and I've seen your work. I've seen some of the pictures that you've sent me, and so beautiful. I love how you like integrate nature and the human body, and it's just a really beautiful thing to see those those two things come together in your work. Um, I wanted to, yeah, you're welcome. I wanted to talk uh, about it. Was there anything in particular that drew you to this type of work? To to become a healer, specifically one that specializes in embodiment.
1: Yes. I, I came to this work out of necessity. Um, I, I first healed myself, right. That's a lot of healers kind of go through an experience or journey where you have that dark night of the soul, where you, um, are having panic attacks and and get yourself through it. Mm -hmm. So my background's actually not in this at all. I used to be, um, in landscape architecture, Um, and in business. And um, I was working at some pretty high-end design firms um, on the West Coast for many years. And while I still got to do some things with nature and there is an artistic aspect to it, um, it was just making me sick. And it was Mm. making me feel really drained all the time. And I just didn't feel aligned in that path. And so it kind of all came to a head where I realized that you know, I was working nonstop. I developed having these panic attacks like at work, Mm. um, and just kind of hitting a a literal glass ceiling uh, at my job. And I just realized that, um, something needed to change something needed to give. I, you know, my health and my uh, lifestyle is more important than, um, trying to reach a certain goal that really isn't a goal of mine anyway. So, Yeah. From there, I, I found a lot of these different um, wellness techniques. I'd always been interested in meditation and yoga, but I really started to dive into those um, deeper. Mm-hmm. And from there, I learned breath work. And that is like my saving grace coming to this work through breath work. It taught me how to manage stress, how to sleep better, how to be more creative, mm-hmm. um, how to um, meditate deeper. And mm-hmm. so- that was kind of my answer to, um, healing myself in a lot of ways. And so it led me to, um, go through training to be certified as an instructor and all at the same time, I'm like, but what else, like, what do I really want to do? You know, I am kind of throwing this career to the side that I spent many years in. And I realized that, you know, my heart really wanted to be back in the arts. And so I spent, um, I dedicated about six months to just making art for myself mm. and that art looked like land art, temporal land art using um, earth elements and the human form and then photographing it and doing video. And it was so fulfilling to me just to be able to have that free expressive time to learn and, and um, allow what was inside of me to blossom and not force it. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny how it all unfolded. Um, the inspiration for my business now was stemming from all of that healing work, but also from the models I was working with. So mm-hmm. I'd invite them out and we'd we'd curate this beautiful scene and this piece of art they'd be a part of. And at the end, they would say, you know, that felt like therapy, like working with you is so different. And I'm like, oh, interesting. You know, I mean, I'm a self-taught photographer, been doing it for 14 years now but I'm not trained in uh, the traditional sense. So I don't know what they're experiencing. I'm just doing it my own kind of unique channeled way. And um, so that inspired me to dig deeper and say, okay, what is this unique um, space that I'm holding in nature through the support of capturing images and creating art? And how do I create that in a way where I can then share with more people? And that's how I developed my um, intuitive, um, photo shoot sessions that are all mm-hmm. about embodiment. So it's kind of that well, thread of a couple of years of time um, that led me into starting my business, but it was all very organic. I'll, I'll say that.
0: Yeah. I, I love just listening to your story and how everything unfolded for you, because it sounds like everything that has resulted in your healing journey is now a a business that is so heart centered and um I can just tell how passionate you are about all of the different things that you do and I remember whenever we did our first kind of like connection introduction call with each other I was so intrigued because you had so many different things that you offered and it was all this very unique uh group of services that I was like wow I, I've never seen anyone else do something like this so that was super exciting to see
1: yeah thank you yeah it, it can be hard to explain sometimes which is why I love to do podcasts so you can kind of I can yeah. walk you through the steps of like what is that
0: um, so <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah thank
1: you it's just it's totally and you know, like coming from my heart really is all all the things I'm offering so
0: I'm oh, I love it doing. Love it. Yeah. Can can you tell me a little bit more about like what embodiment means for those people listening who aren't really familiar with the term, like how, em, how embodiment can can help you heal and and what do those like sessions with you look like?
1: Yeah. So to me, embodiment is the union of the spirit with the physical body. So thinking of the spirit or the soul as your intuition, that higher connection to the universe or whatever feels right for you mm-hmm. with the physical like our earthly being that we are, our animal, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what comes into our body's instincts. So those are different than intuition. Yeah. And so learning through embodiment, it's it's bringing those two elements together, so you're coming from a space where you're, you're acting from your heart. Mm-hmm. And you're, you have access to all of this information, you know, your body has so much wisdom that you can tap into if you listen and you mm-hmm. feel. And so that's what I love about embodiment. Um, yeah. I, I could just say, I recognize so many people in the corporate world who are always up in living in their heads and trying to calculate all the best, like logical ways to move through a problem. Whereas there's just so much more that can exist. If you can listen to your intuition and coming from more of a heart centered place, it can make decision-making so easy. Mm. I find that it's just like, um, I don't question things when I'm embodied because I, there's so much trust that you build through the embodiment process, Mm -hmm. um, which is really fun yeah so sessions with me um look like a lot of different techniques for movement so i I incorporate movement into every session that I do because it's such a key and easy tactile tool for like feeling embodied and for moving the body and and starting to um, get into those systems mm-hmm. um, as well as breath work as you can tell I'm like a huge proponent for um, yeah. the power of the breath, and I yeah. find that it really um the breath is our life. It's our life force energy. So it's what gives our physical body life. Mm -hmm. Um, so by, you know, doing different techniques to harness that power and to connect to it, it allows you to go kind of deeper in, into your body and to really feel what that's like. Um, I also include some energy work. So I do energy, um, clearing and grounding, connecting to the elements in my sessions, Mm-hmm. And I always love to just include a bit of journaling and processing because I think it's a great way to capture progress and to um, connect to your intuition and your instincts as well. So just have moments to free write. I found in my own process, it's been super helpful and, and that way for my clients as well. Mm,
0: yeah, I I really resonate with so much of the stuff that you're saying because I actually just recorded a episode where I talked about the 10 lessons that I learned in 2021 mm-hmm. and two of those lessons were listening to my body and trusting my intuition. Yeah. And whenever you said, you know, your body has so much wisdom, I'm pretty sure I actually said that exact sentence in the the recording. (laughs) of the So I, uh, I really resonate with that, because it's so true. Our bodies have so much wisdom, they tell us what we need, they tell us where we can grow. Um, And I, I love that you incorporate that into the work that you do with your clients, who typically benefits the most from embodiment work? What are the kind of patterns that you see with the type of people that you work with?
1: Sure. I mean, everyone would yes. benefit from living in their bodies. I have to, I just have to say that, but yes. I would say the people who come to me are in one of two kind of areas or spaces. Um, I work with a lot of people who are in the corporate world or just a business oriented world who um, are really looking to manage stress and um, learn to harness their focus and their creativity, improve sleep. At those kind of goals set um the other side are people who are very much feeling lost, um mm. disconnected from their bodies, um not feeling in flow and definitely not being able to kind of trust their intuition mm-hmm. um so it's kind of more of the spiritual side of folks who are coming to me to um work on those things mm,
0: okay, yeah, and I can see how that can really help people in the corporate world because, like you said. A lot of people in that realm tend to stay up here and they tend to be really logical, really practical, really like intellectual. And I actually find that, you know, whenever I work with clients who are more of the intellectual type, it's a little bit harder to break through some of those barriers so that they can really step into like their own inner healing power.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's this work, setting the container and giving the tools and it's up to them to be able to create the action and the change within within themselves. But yeah, I, I find that too, that it can be hard, harder for those folks to really, um, I think just let go, mm-hmm. you know, because that's part of this process is surrendering into the moment and to yeah. allowing yourself to drop in to your yeah. body. I mean, that's, concept is a lot pretty foreign to people who spend their whole lives just thinking, thinking, thinking. And it's like the monkey mm-hmm. brain loves to think it loves to solve problems. So it invents problems to solve because that's what it likes to do unless you yeah. slow the momentum down and you give yourself a breath and you can kind of refocus to, you know, your, your inner guidance leading you. So,
0: yeah, I like to think about my intuition and my body those two things are so connected because as my intuition tells me something, I feel it somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I actually, I want to talk about that too. The, the, the art therapy that you do and healing as art and being able to like creatively express yourself through that. Um, talk a little bit about that and the work that you do there.
1: Yeah. I'd love to. So one of the ways that I work with people through art is my photo shoot sessions. And, I love taking people who are super afraid of the camera who yeah. feel like their body is not the way they want it to look, who like are totally afraid of the situation. Those are usually people who should come see me if it yes. activates you and you're afraid of it, you should come see me um, yes. it's uh it becomes the most powerful transformation in those moments, and mm-hmm. so the, uh, I can kind of walk you through what that would like look like, yeah um so I bring. Um, I would bring someone, I only do it really one-on-one unless it's like a special group, um, of friends that wanted to come or something. So usually it's a one-on-one experience Mm -hmm. and, um, I bring you to a spot in nature and we meet at a trailhead or the end of a beach, wherever we decide to go together and we ground down and we kind of allow the fears to start to drip away and set an intention of what we're going to let go of and what we're going to express throughout this session. And then I, we take a meditative walk through um, the woods or wherever we are to help kind of de-stress and de-layer. I say de-layer a lot because I I find and sense a lot of um, energetic and emotional like heaviness
0: that Mm -hmm. happens
1: when people feel, you know, shame, guilt, um, stress, worry, all those things kind of build up and you kind of start to like droop your shoulders and are hunched over. And so that's when I say delayer is kind of lightening up the body Mm -hmm. um, energetically. And we do that through the process of walking in silence together, getting in touch with nature, allowing your nervous system to relax, allowing the breath to calm. Mm -hmm. And then we come and we have a little ceremony where I guide um, a breathwork session and an energetic clearing to kind of fully delay and 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 get yourself into this present moment. Um, and then we start to play. And that's when you start to see the spirit like enlivening and you start to see the okay, the the nervousness is like still there a little bit, but we're gonna play a little bit. And I always bring lots of beautiful fabrics and um, things to work with to mm-hmm. allow the creativity of the individual to come forward and we also um mindfully forged pieces too so a lot of my work you'll see have natural elements you know mm-hmm. you might find yourself you know in a like bed of ferns with you know a beautiful like satin scarf draped across your body that mm-hmm. kind of look yeah. um and so it's a very collaborative process from there where i'm you know mindfully shooting and just capturing moments of truth mm-hmm. you know it's what's happening i'm not um teaching much about posing it's really I'll I'll give a little guidance but it's really um just helping an individual express their unique light within mm. them mm-hmm. and taking any of the blocks out of the way for that and then just kind of letting them shine and yeah. and capturing it and so it's it's a really beautiful process in that way okay. and um then they get to have these photos um, you know forever to be reminded of of that beauty that exists within them at the same time as being, you know, incredibly strong and vulnerable and present. And so that's kind of the, the takeaways they get to um, mm-hmm. experience.
0: Yeah. That process sounds so beautiful and transformative and life-changing and healing. Um, so many things came up for me. Like I mm-hmm. could actually picture like what, what it would look like um, as you were describing it. And I've never met another photographer who does that i loved that you put those two words together strong and vulnerable Mm -hmm. because you know whenever i think of women who have these shameful thoughts about their bodies which is a lot of women a lot of us have these thoughts about what our body looks like and um, wanting it to be different in certain ways there's a vulnerable side that also brings out the strength in us you know Mm -hmm. whenever we can face those those demons, I guess, that we have about ourselves and the way that we look and the body that we inhabit, um, we find where we can pull from
1: strength. Yeah, exactly. It's it's owning our shadows, right? It's like the, my work, I feel like, is shadow and light work together in one yeah. because we're taking all that fear and that guilt and that shame and that worry about what is my body going to look like? And taking Mm -hmm. it back and rewriting, you know, your own story that shows the Mm -hmm. truth, which is often a very different picture than what might be in your head. Yes,
0: it's almost like just like taking off all of the armor, right? Mm -hmm. Like we we all have this this armor that we put on to show up in our jobs and our lives, uh, and these sessions sound very freeing for the individual. And I'm sure you see a huge healing process just in that in that session alone for people.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's it's beautiful to watch the the transformation from the beginning in the jittery nervous, you know, woman who's like covering up to at the end, she'll be like naked on a rock holding a a uh, piece of fabric above her hair like smiling ear to ear just so free in that moment it's just it's so incredible um, to, yeah. to watch yeah
0: yeah it seems like um capturing the the raw human experience mm-hmm. is what i think of um i know you kind of talked about a lot of different exercises and and healing modalities that you use with the people that you work with um but for the people who don't work with you what would you say are the top three tips that you have for people to start feeling love and deep connection with themselves and feeling at home in their bodies?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, The first one I would say is move, Mm -hmm. move your body every day in a way that um, makes you happy, like in a way that feels playful. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: for me, I've been really into dance lately. I'm not a professional dancer of any kind. I probably look really silly, but what it (laughs) does for me is it like, it makes my, my body smile, like from the inside. And it's just that bit of movement, um, really does help you connect, um, back to your body. You get that endorphin rush and, um, it's just a really healthy thing to do all, all around, but I encourage movement through a process. That's just like, whatever's fun. If that means like, um, trying to balance on one foot while you cook in the kitchen or, you know, like Mm -hmm. doing three spins every time you go into a different room, like whatever it is, I encourage a bit of play. I think it's really important, especially as we get older. Um, yeah. So that would be the first one. Um, the second one is to be quiet with yourself one, once a day, if you can, um, you know, most people would think of meditation for this, which I highly recommend, but it doesn't have to be, especially if you're not um, now into your own practice yet. Yeah, that's a challenging thing to build. Um, it could mean just, you know, sitting quietly with your dog for five minutes, or mm-hmm. it could be taking a walk um, down your street or, you know, but not listening to anything. And just allow yourself to, you know, be at one with where you are in the moment and in the day mm-hmm. and, and just being quiet and you, your thoughts will race for a little bit, but eventually they'll, they'll kind of quiet. So that one's really, really helpful for mm-hmm. tuning into that intuition. Like we talked about. Yeah. Um, and then finally the breath. I have to mention it. If harnessing the breath, taking notice of how you're breathing mm-hmm. um, is really impactful. And I'll give a little, a very quick um lesson here for the two-four breath is one I love yeah. to teach everybody. Mm-hmm. Um the two two four breath is very simple. All it means is that you're extending the exhales twice as long as your inhales. So mm-hmm. You know, inhaling for two, exhaling for four. Mm
0: -hmm. And what
1: that does is it is telling your body you're safe Mm -hmm. and it's stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest to know that your body can calm down. It can Mm -hmm. stop stressing. And this breath is super helpful for anyone who has any bit of stress in their lives from work to traffic to dealing with kids. um, You can do it anywhere. And it's really simple,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I love all of those. You know, whenever you were talking about movement, I really resonated with that because um i've I have tried a lot of different things as far as movement and and workouts and stuff go. And I know that there are so many like fitness communities that kind of push a certain way of moving when really it has to be enjoyable and it has to be something that makes you feel good. You don't want to be moving in a way that, that you hate because then it's just not going to serve you.
1: Exactly. It's so hard to stick to that too. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can relate to trying all sorts of different fad workouts and plans and, you know, from doing, doing the crazy, you know, CrossFit things to, you know, doing my hot yoga classes or bar workouts or rock climbing, all those things, you know, we're a great experience to try and, it, you know, something will be different. Like that will work for each individual, but I've just come to find that, um, when I'm more kind of connected to my own energy and my own body, mm-hmm. um, I tend to not like a lot of those workouts as much. And I find myself doing things like Qigong and, yeah you know, my own stretching and my, and dancing and just a little bit less um, structured, I guess, is how I would call it. And, and that's, for me is easier to actually do every day versus like, okay, I've just show up and you're going to be really sweaty and it's going to be 30 minutes long and (laughs) all those things. So.
0: Yeah. It's super, instead of that super intense, time, you can, it could actually be a little bit more freeing to just do something that you enjoy that doesn't have to take a lot of like mental work (laughs) to get yourself into. Um, I've really enjoyed just walking, like out of all of the, the workout plans that I've done and, and videos that I have and classes that I've gone to, you know, I've done the hot yoga and the, the classes like that too. Walking is just, it's so, so refreshing because there's no pressure. I'm still moving my body. I can take in the beautiful park that I live by. Um, Yeah. So even something as simple as walking, or like you said, just dancing around (laughs) your house uh, can be a really awesome way to incorporate movement into your life. And in a way that really resonates with
1: you and that you really connect with. Oh yeah, walking is magic. I think that like we, yeah. I, at least I used to associate that with like, oh well, like older people walk to get yeah. exercise. No, I walk to exercise now. Like, <laughs> right, it's, it's the best. You can pretty much always do it if you're able bodied in that way. It's like, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> absolutely, yeah, and. One of the things that came up for me as you were saying, um, you know, be quiet with yourself is lately I have been whenever I drive somewhere by myself, I don't turn on the radio. I don't Mm -hmm. do anything. I just drive in silence. And that sounds strange to some people because, you know, whenever you get in the car, you always put the music on, you have the radio on or whatever. Um, But I've I've found that that is one of my favorite things to do. To quiet. My mind is to just drive in silence and allow myself to like take in my surroundings as I drive and let thoughts drift away and, um, just be quiet. There's something so healing about sitting in silence that silence can be so powerful.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a great one. I haven't, I haven't tried that one myself yet, but I like that tip. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I like the breath work too. I do a lot of breath work with my clients too in our sessions and I've done the two four, breathing and I love that you you described it as allowing your body to feel safe Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: knowing that it has space to release whatever it is that you've been holding on to.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. Can you tell me about a favorite experience that you have with a client or someone that has worked with you where you felt like you truly changed their lives. You truly helped them transform.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, the first one that comes to mind is, uh, one of my five week program, um, breath work clients. Um, this program is where I, I help you build your own practice, your own daily routine. That's all based around mindful techniques, movement, mm-hmm. breath work, and bringing her through this program was just such a, eye opener around, um, how deep you can go with this kind of work, even though it sounds like it's, um, you know, something somewhat simple of, you know, we're going to get a nice routine. You're going to learn to feel good every day. Like Mm -hmm. that's a big statement, I guess, feel good every day. Right. But from there we dove into so much growth around her intuition that by the end of it, she was reporting back all of these lucid dreams and wow. um, connections to her higher self, and an explosion in her artwork. She's an artist, yeah, and her her creativity just skyrocketed. And for her, it was a the most impactful piece was um, learning certain breathwork techniques and um, learning how to call her energy back. To this, mm-hmm. So the energy work and the breath work together for her was the most impactful. And watching that transformation and seeing her art just totally blossom after that month together, I just, I felt so grateful to be part of that experience. And um, she definitely resonates with that and and how much she's changed with just a few shifts in her um, daily life, like changed everything.
0: Yeah. So many of us don't. Don't think that those small changes will have any kind of impact, but whenever you mm-hmm. kind of see uh, over time how implementing those types of practices into your daily life can affect you, um, mm-hmm. it really is so transformational. Um, I-, I had a question that popped up in my head that like after, after your healing journey and creating this space where people can come to you and uh, heal – and feel at home in their bodies and just take a lot of ownership. What has been your biggest insight from entering into this work? Like what is the big takeaway for you in, in being a healer in this way?
1: Oh, that's such a good one. Um, For me, what just popped right in is the word trust Mm -hmm. Um, that through this work in, as a healer in business, um, learning to trust, myself so deeply to be able to hold the amount of space that I need to hold to help um folks have these transformations mm-hmm. um was such a big thing to have to uh develop really trust is developed and through that resounding grounded very rooted trust within myself then I feel like that's what gave me the power to mm-hmm. affect other people's lives like that and then in turn, what I'm seeing through this journey of working with different clients and all these different venues um, is an overall sense of hope mm-hmm. that there is um, there's a need, there's a striving towards this direction of deepening awareness, consciousness, um, mm-hmm. of being better people, of feeling good every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I see such hope in all of that work that it keeps driving me forward all the time.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that we can be better people and also still grow ourselves and be able to give ourselves the love, the attention, the care that we need, you know, without Mm -hmm. having to sacrifice our own wellness just to help other people.
1: Exactly. That, yeah, that's a really good note to hit as well is that service is not sacrifice and that, um, it's not selfish to take time for yourself. It is absolutely imperative that you find ways to take time for yourself. And especially as healers to have our own healers that we go to. And, yes, and, absolutely. You know, like I have my own roster of healers that I go <laughs> to and, you know, I have my own very robust practices in order to be able to even show up in this way, mm-hmm. because you can't, if you don't practice what you preach, it's not going to resonate. It's not going to be honest.
0: Yeah. 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 That's one of the biggest reasons why I love having other healers as guests on this podcast is because sometimes, you know, people can follow you and um, and see your content, see the services that you provide. And there's almost this this wall in between you and your audience where they don't really see you as human and they see you as this figure up on a pedestal. When in reality, we all have our own healing work to do. We all have our own um, journey that is unfolding as well. So it is, I agree, super important for people in this space who work in service to help others heal to also make sure we're taking time for ourselves and and practicing our own self-care. And that's something that I advocate for a lot in my sessions and um, my own work with my clients and just with, with everybody in my life, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: One last question I had for you. I ask all my guests this, Um, this is called the aligned and well podcast. So in like a short sentence what does being
1: aligned and well mean to you being aligned and well to me means living from a place that is heart centered, um, so that you can live in flow. Mm. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Thanks, I I let that came right through me. So yeah, my brain had nothing to do with that, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) But I I I really resonate with that, you know, because whenever things are centered from your heart, because earlier we talked about people getting in their heads too much and and living up here, and uh, whenever you can kind of drop in and live from like a heart centered space everything else just kind of falls into place. I feel like everything happens the way that it's supposed to.
1: It does. And it's just, it's so beautiful. It's like, it's the hardest thing to like force upon people, you know, you, you really can't. And as yeah. someone who's like a retiring perfectionist and type A Capricorn, <laughs> like I yeah. struggle with this for many years. But when I learned that I will always be supported and that I am safe, right here, right now in my body, it's like, you can let go of all of those worries. I mean, to Mm -hmm. have like such little amounts of stress because you trust so much. And that's what being heart centered to me is like, you're, it's so much trust and surrender that you're like, yeah, it's going to happen. You know, you know, you're within yourself, you're doing the the things you can do to live like a good life. And so if that's the place you're coming from, things just start happening, popping up, opportunities happen and and life yeah. feels like it's more um, in flow that way. And yeah, yeah, it's way better than all that resisting and pushing and forcing. Yes. Not that at all. Yeah. yeah
0: it's almost like, it's like surrendering control to gain control. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I want to have you Share like, do you serve people? Where do you serve people in the Pacific Northwest? Um, you know, just kind of wherever
1: you are. Yeah. So I have a lot that I do virtually, so I can okay. serve everywhere. But I am based in um, Bellingham, Washington. Okay. So just north of Seattle, I'm in Seattle all the time. Um. So those are the kind of hot spots. If you want to meet with me in person, I also travel for photo shoots as well. Um, and then I also have, um, some upcoming retreats in the Pacific Northwest this year and in Hawaii. So stay tuned for that. If you want to come some. yeah, yeah. I
0: love Hawaii. (laughs)
1: Yeah, me too. It's, uh, it's going to be on the Island of Kauai and it's going to be a very magical, um, the theme is divine feminine. So more, more will be announced soon on my website. You can kind of see all the things there. Wow. Um, and one final offering I would love to share is that I do, um, buy monthly free embodiment sessions mm-hmm. online through a meetup group. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in just trying it out, saying like, what is breath work, you know, get, get into the community with us and, you know, experience it for free. I'm happy to invite you there.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, what, where can people find you? What's your website? Where, what socials are you on?
1: Sure. Yeah, so my website has everything. It's um, Mm sterlingroseart.com. I'm also on Instagram at sterlingroseart. And you should be able to find all the things uh, through there. Awesome.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for interviewing with me. I feel like this has been such a cool experience just to hear your process and to hear the journey that you take your clients through. And also hear the journey that you've been through yourself in entering this work. I always love getting to um, find out how healers enter the healing space because we all have our own stories that bring us to the work that we do. So thank you for your time. And thank you so much for sharing with all of my listeners.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was a great conversation. I'm, I'm always happy to share.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to find Sterling, follow her on social, visit her website. I have all of that information for where you can find her in the show notes. If you have any questions for me, or if you would like to work with me in some way, I offer free discovery sessions, and I also have a free community on Facebook focused on cultivating self-love and holistic wellness support. So you can find the link to both of those in the show notes. I would love to hear your feedback. If you are listening on a podcast platform where you can leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. If this episode resonated with you at all, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and take a screenshot of the episode, share it on social media, and tag me at... At Nurse Coach Sean. Thanks so much, everyone. And as always, I'm here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. It is my mission and my purpose as a nurse coach to be an advocate for self love and compassion so that I can help you leverage your own inner power and healing potential in the pursuit of a well and aligned life. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have a wonderful week. I'm Nurse Coach Sean. And remember, when all is aligned, all is well. Love you guys.